chapter 3, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about things to be in the last days. Things to be in the last days. 2 Timothy chapter 3. I say, Pastor, how do you know you're living in the last days? Well, let's just read the scripture and you can decide for yourself. He said, this know also that in the last days, perilous times or difficult times shall come. For men shall be lovers of their own self. Yeah, Till that, by the way, they drive the real self. All about self. Lovers of their own self, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affections. A lot of things that's not natural. Not know which bathroom to use. Not knowing if they're male or female. I could go on and on. Truce breakers. False accusers. Doesn't matter about the facts. We've had a lot of false accusers. Incontent, fierce despisers of those that are good. Sounds like today, doesn't it? Traitors. We got some traitors, especially in the political realm. People that aren't loyal. Traitors stab you in the back. Heavy, high-minded. Lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. Now we're talking about the church. Lovers of pleasure didn't say they didn't love God, just that they love pleasure more than loving God. God's not first. Having a form of godliness but denying the power thereof. From such turn away. Father, bless your word today. Let it come alive in our hearts and in our lives. Minister to everybody that's here today. God, encourage your people, Lord. Give me this lot ready, God. Touch their heart today in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. That last verse that says, having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. We can come to church and we can go through the motions. We can be religious. Amen. You can do all the right things, but your heart not be in it. You know what I'm saying? We're getting close to home. We can just come and assemble together. It says having a form of godliness. You know, we we got the Pentecostal haircut. You know, we look good. We got our Sunday best on, and have a form of godliness, but we can deny the power of God. Yes. To work in our own hearts and lives. Amen. See, God wants our heart. Don't we? And we either say yes to God or we say no to God. We either allow God to move in our heart and allow Him to quicken us and challenge us. He corrects us. He deals with our heart. He tells us what right, what's right and wrong. God speaks to us through our conscience. Amen. Are we listening to what God is saying? Yes. God talks to us in our heart. Yes. And we either deny 
we say, yes, God, forgive me, help me, change me, see. We either allow the Spirit of God to move or we just sort of cut it off. We're living in the last day, aren't we? The, the passage of the scripture that I read, nobody's going to debate that that's not going on now. I mean, it's, it's terrible. It's, you don't know which way to turn, but I know which way to turn. It's, the Bible says, look to him. Look to Jesus. He's the author and he's the finisher of our faith. He's the one that we turn to. He's the one that we look to. I look to the hills which come with my help. My help comes from the Lord. The eyes of the Lord are open uh, unto the righteous, and his ears are open to our prayers. So we look to God for help. We look to God for our direction. And God will help us. Amen. But I want to talk to you this morning about things to be in the last days. We know it's the last days, but as a church and as a people, what does God want me to be in the last days? Look over to Matthew chapter 24, beginning with verse 37. But as the days of Noah were, so shall it also, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days that there was before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, until the day Noah entered into the ark. And they knew not until the flood came and took them all the way. So also the coming of the Son of Man be. There shall be two in the field, the one shall be taken, the other left. Two women shall be grinding at the mill, the one shall be taken, and the other left. Watch therefore, for you know not what hour the Lord doth come. And this, and know this. That if the goodman of the house had known in what watch the thief would come, he would have watched and would not have suffered his house to be broken up. Therefore, be ye also ready. Amen. For in such an hour as you think not the Son of Man coming. Number one, be ready. Be ready. Are you ready if Jesus comes today? He's coming back for his church that's looking for him. He's coming back for those that are ready, those that are watching, those that are waiting. Don't be caught unaware. If Jesus comes, are you ready? He's coming back for them whose heart is right with him. You're not right with God. He's not coming for you. You'll be one of those that's left behind. He's coming for those that are ready. So how do I know if I'm ready or not? Well, is everything right between you and God? Yes. Have you made your peace with God? Yes. Are you ready? Yes. He tells those that are ready to occupy until he does. Amen. That means be working for the Lord, doing what he's called us to do, trying to reach people with the gospel. Amen. So we ain't just sort of uh, camping out at the house and, you know, living like Hermans and waiting on Jesus to come. But he says, occupy until I come. So I know that Jesus can come at any day. I don't know when he's coming. But I'm not worried about when he's coming because I'm ready, see? When you're ready, you're just working for God. And then all of a sudden the trumpet sounds and you go. But if you're not ready, you'll be like two women 
working at the needle, one taking, the other left. So it's up to you. Are you ready or not? When you as kids, you used to play hide and go seek. Y'all don't know what I'm talking about. You count to 10 or what? Have you ever played with other people that cheated? You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to count to 10 and I'm coming. Oh, no, there you go. I said, here I come. Then you got a chance to hide. So. Ready or not, here I come. I know you cheated, didn't you? But ready or not, Jesus is coming. It says, no man knows the day nor the hour, not even the angels, only the Father in heaven knows. And when he tells Jesus, now is the time, go. He's going to go. So I don't know when he's coming. Nobody does. But I tell you what, it's getting close. You can sense that time is running out. That we're coming down toward the end. We're living in the last days. We're at the 11 o'clock hour. We're getting close to midnight. So we don't have to fear. We just have to be ready. If you're ready, you ain't nothing to be afraid of. Hey, fear not he that can destroy the body, but fear him that can destroy both body and soul. In hell and fire, that's what it says. We fear God. We respect God. So I want to be ready, don't you? Number two, Hebrews 10, 25, be in church. Be in church. It says, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is, but exhort one another. And so much the more as you see the day approaching. So we see the day approaching. We're getting closer to the coming of the Lord. So we need to encourage one another. What do you mean encourage one another? Hang in there, Linda. Keep coming to church. Don't give up now. We're almost there. Jesus is coming. We're going to make it. We ain't going to give up now. We've been pushing on. We've been in this thing too long to give up now. We, we're close. We're almost there. We're not going to give up right here at the end. They that endure until the end shall be saved. We're not one that looks back and throws in the towel and quits when we're almost there. So you don't run a marathon 26 miles, point two, I believe it is, and get 20, 25 and a half miles and quit. Gone this far, I'm not going to quit now. I'm going to make it to the end. Even if, I, even if I sort of drag it along toward the end, I'm going to keep going. So I ain't going to quit. Can't have quitters in the kingdom of God. Need to encourage one another. Need some encouragers. And it says all the much more as you see the day approaching. The closer we get to the end, the more we need one another. We need one another. One week you might be on cloud nine. Yeah, I'm feeling good this week. Come on, man. You're just feeling good. You're praying God's blessing. I mean, you're on the mountain. Everything's going great. You feel good in your spirit. Then the next week, something bad happened. Go through a difficult time. You're just down in the 
anybody ever been down in the bully drugs? Just feel like giving up, man. I'm just hanging on, you know. Just tied, knotting the end of the rope. I'm just hanging on. I'm not really feeling it. I'm just not really, you know, feeling all that excited that I'm going to hang on anyway. Need a little bit of encouragement, don't you? Yes, amen. But God wants us to encourage one another. Yes. We need one another. We need church. People say, well, do you have to go to church to be a Christian? No, you don't have to. You can go to Atlanta. You don't have to drive. If you want to, you can walk. But it's a lot easier driving than walking. It's a lot easier when you're around other believers saying, come on, you can make it. I'm praying for you. Hearing the word, getting encouraged, it's a lot easier. So God's not trying to tie a yoke around your neck when he says, forsake not the selling of yourself. What he's saying is you need to go to church to encourage one another. And it's just not really all about just you. Sometimes you can go just to be a blessing to somebody else. Right? Right. Right. And then there's other times you need to be blessed. You need right. to be encouraged. Yeah. But we encourage one another. Right. God's on your side. Yeah. I'm encourage you this morning. Yeah. God wants you to make heaven. Yeah. He wants you to go to church. He wants yeah. you to get encouraged. He wants you to hear the word. Yeah. He wants your faith to be built up. See? Yeah. Yeah. He don't want you to get down and out and give up. He wants to get you that bulldog mentality. Yeah. Yeah. Dig in. I'm going to make it. Yeah. I'm not going to give up. I'm going yeah. forward. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Devil might knock me down, but I'm getting right back up. Yeah. See? And that's what the church does. We help people up. We don't kick them when they're down. They're mad at them for falling. Babies learn how to walk when they fall. It's all right. Building my faith, see. 
Reminding myself of what God's Word says. Don't matter if you read it before. Read it again. Read it again. Study to show yourself approved unto God. Workmen to be needed not to be ashamed. Rightly dividing the Word of Truth. It builds your faith. We need God's Word. Your faith will be tested. Anybody ever been tested? Yes. Our faith will be tested. Without faith, it's impossible to please Him. Ain't that what it says? For we must believe that God is, that He exists. That's a good starting point. But it goes a little bit deeper than that. Not only believe that He exists, but believe that He's a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him. God rewards those who get serious with Him and diligently seek Him. If you get serious with God and you seek God, He'll meet you. I always like to say He'll meet you halfway. It says draw nigh to God and He will draw nigh to you. Back up from God and say, God, leave me alone. He'll leave you alone. But when we pursue after God, He meets us. And these last things, we need to stay close to God. Close to God. Believe God's Word. Do we really believe it? You'll be tested if you believe it. Do you really believe there's a heaven? I do. I believe everything God's Word says. Even when you don't understand it, even when it don't make sense. Jonah was swallowed by a big fish. That's what it says. He was in his belly three days. That's what it says. I believe it. I believe God put all those animals on an ark. Two by two. That's what it says. I believe it. Your faith is based on the Word of God. The more you read God's word, the more you get his word in your heart, the stronger your faith. Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. See, we know what's right and wrong based on God's word. How do you know it's wrong to steal? Because his word says, thou shalt not steal. Believe his word. He says the eyes of the Lord are over the righteous. His ears are open to their prayers. See, when you know that and you remind yourself of the promises of God, it builds your faith, don't it? When you know the word says he'll never leave me nor forsake me, see, that builds our faith. Well, I don't feel God. Sometimes I feel God, sometimes I don't. Yes. It's always good to feel it. Yes. Yes. But when I don't feel it, I don't say, God, where are you at? Because I know he said, you'll never leave me. God, you're still there even though I don't feel it. God, you hear my prayers. See, God's with us. Our faith will be tested at times. We'll wonder. Give up throwing the towel just because God don't answer 
just like that or answer the way you think he should or when you think you think he should?
See, nobody knows the day or hour. I don't know how much more time we have left. I'm praying we've got a few more years, but I don't know that. He can come next week. So I want to do everything I can. I want to live like Jesus can come tomorrow and be ready. But at the same time, I'm planning like I'm going to live forever. I'm just going to keep living for Jesus, keep working, keep living. I'm not going to worry about it. I place it all in his hands. But when God tells us to do something, when God lays somebody upon our hearts, see, pick up the phone and call them, might be as simple as I just had you on my mind. Is everything okay? I mean, this ain't complicated. Everybody can do that, can't they? We all can do that. When God lays somebody on your heart, pick up the phone and call us. I just was, had you on my mind and was praying for you. Is everything okay? God lays people on your heart for a reason. God wants us all to listen to him. Doesn't it say his sheep know his voice? What if I get COVID? What if I 
if I get AIDS? What, what if I have a heart attack? What if, what if, what if, what if? What if I go to heaven? <laughs> but it's not time to go like that. Heaven's not a bad thing. Talk to some people that think dying and going to heaven is the worst thing in the world. And we miss people when we lose people. We miss them. But by then going to heaven, it's not bad for them. It's bad for us that we miss people. One day my mom's going to die and she's going to go to heaven. I'm going to miss her. But it's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. We will see them again. It's not forever. We act like when people die, it's forever. It's not forever. It's just for a little while. We'll all be we're right with God. We'll all be up there together. But we're still here. And while we're here, God wants us to have peace. We have that peace as long as our mind is stayed on him. Uh, as, as long as I fo focus, hey, God's with me. God's in control. The angels of the Lord camp round about them that fear him. God's with me. His angel army is with me. I got divine protection. The steps of a righteous man are ordered of the Lord. That means God orders my steps. God orders your steps. He's in control. See, as long as I, I focus on the things of God, I got peace. Hey, God's not busy. I'm under his covering. I'm under his protection. He's going to take care of me. He's not going to allow anything uh, to be put on me that I can't bear. He's not going to put more on me than I can bear. He's with me. He'll give me strength to go through it. I got all my brothers and sisters, too, Amen. just with me. They're praying for me. Amen. I'm not alone. Right. Don't let fear come in and torment you. That's right. Where there's faith, there is no fear. Amen. See, as long as God's with me, yeah. we can make it. But if I start forgetting about God that he's with me, I start looking at all the problems and all the what ifs, and I start walking in fear, then it begins to torment me. The battle place is in our mind. And we're overcomers through the word of our testimony and the blood of the Lamb. And we need to remind ourselves that it is written. Remind yourself what the word of God says. Don't look to the right or to the left. Keep our eyes focused on Jesus. Amen. He's the author. He's the finisher of our faith. God's with us. Amen. He keeps us in perfect peace. Whose mind is stayed on him. Most of the time our mind's on our problem instead of staying on Jesus. Amen. Lastly, keep our focus on Christ. Colossians 3.1 If ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. Set your affections on things above, not on things on the earth. Be focused on things above. Yes, be heavenly minded. Yes, be spiritually minded. Yes, yes. 
We decide what we focus on. Now, we live on the earth. Sometimes we focus on things we just got to do. Yes. But don't just focus on things here on the earth. Amen. Set your mind on things above. Makes a difference. When we start reminding ourselves of the promises of God. Tell ourselves, hey, this is only temporary. Yes. You going through something hard right now? Tell yourself, this is only temporary. Don't that make it a lot better? Yeah. I'm not always going to be in this mess. The devil will try to tell you it's always going to be this way. Yeah. It's not going to always be this way. Wow. Even if it stays until I die, it ain't going to always be this way. It's just going to be this way until Jesus takes me home. Yeah. And then I'm going to be walking in glory. Yeah. Then I'm going to be walking in heaven with a new body. Amen. Yeah. There is no pain. It's not going to always be this way. The devil's a liar. Yeah, amen. God's with us. If God be for us, who can stand against us? Amen. God's on our side. He's going to see us through. We don't have to give up. We don't have to throw in the towel. We don't have to live in despair. We don't need our things on to be who? Who despair and agony on me? He on Deep, dark, depression, says the misery. What bad luck I had, no luck at all. Amen. Who you spared? Amen. Oh. Amen. Some people sing songs, believe it or not. You think you got it bad, I got it worse. You know? I got that and three more sicknesses. I got a whole lot worse than you do. We don't want to focus on all the negativity, all our problems. Yeah. Cast your cares on him. Yeah. That's what he says. Jesus yeah. says, cast your cares on him. Because he cares for you. God's on our side. We are living in the last days. But we're victorious. We're more than conquerors through Him. Through Him. That's how we're conquerors. Through Christ. This is the victory that overcomes the world. Even our faith. Keep our faith in God. Stay close to God. Stand with me this morning. Amen.